Welcome. Now, my name is D. Ludlow. Now, before we get into this episode, go to the description, click the link and get your M&A Mastery Toolkit. This is a free download, which gives you some of the tools and resources that you need to start your M&A journey. Don't forget, go to the description, click the link. It's a free download and enjoy the episode. Because property, it's not that liquid, but, you know, especially in certain markets like now, you can list it and it will sell. May not be the price you want, but it, it it will sell. There is a market. There's always a market. There's lots of people who will buy a house, at least when there's available credit. Uh, with crypto, you know, you put it on an exchange. It pretty much you can. It's instant. You sell it, right? Same with some stocks and shares and things like that. But with a business, I suppose you know, is it true that there's a lot less people in the market to buy them, like you and I? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people in the market looking to buy. Um, now is is a very active market. I think it's the most active it's been since. Um, the early 2000s, um, just purely based on, you know, especially like, you know, PE houses, they they got investors' money to put to work. They need to look for some sort of yield. So it's driving at multiples in certain sectors and especially in the technology sector um, and live science sector is, is becoming the crazy multiples. So um, yeah, there's not as many people in the marketplace, but you're definitely seeing private equity and family offices buying stuff that they may not have originally bought previously just because they're looking to get yield but yeah it's definitely not as many people like if you go to a house viewing today you're probably gonna have 20 people and 18 out of the 20 is going to be probably investors and it's, it's definitely not like that and i think that makes it easier in the sense that easier to understand as well because you're like well actually in, if someone's in that situation and they haven't built to sell it like most in the uk haven't you know, you're giving them an option that wasn't there to them or maybe was there to them with a big PE firm, but they might be thinking, well, they're going to come in, do their typical, you know, whatever, break the company up and then, you know, piss off all the staff. Whereas they might look at you and, and then say, actually, you're smaller. I like you. And I think you're going to take more care of it because obviously it's, it's kind of like their baby. Even though they're selling it, I think some people are still going to be like, well, you know, it's been my name for 20 years in the village. Everyone knows blah, blah, blah. So I think having less competition potentially less competition but at least less people in it means that you come with a different approach in property i'm putting an offer in it's cash oh, so is everyone nowadays it, it's below market so is it, so i don't come with anything special right yeah you know and that is important to people you know this is their baby this some of these people have you know built a business over a long period of time and some don't like the thought of selling out to big corporate um, they, they would like to keep their name above the door. You know, I've had many people ask me, you know, are you going to change the name? That's a quite a common question. You know, uh, are you keeping all the staff? Yeah. You know, and people want their staff to be looked after. You know, they've got good relationships and a good, in, they got a good culture inside the company. They, do, do they want that to change? You know, some people can't sleep at night if they sell out, they sell out and they're like, oh, you know, I wonder if, you know, John or whatever still got their job. They don't, you know, so. Um, people like the fact that you're coming in and you're looking, maybe not looking to change any of that. Sometimes you, you need to change some things, but yeah, if, if the team, if, if the business is already running pretty good, then you, you don't want to fix what's not broke, but you may want to strip back a little bit and make improve things with technology. Um, but yeah, they, they are more open to, it like that personally that's yeah and i think you know some of the like some of these some businesses come with assets right i mean i suppose yeah depending on the, the kind of class of business it is and those assets are important in financing and other things but also if you were going to set that business up from scratch 
you need you need to buy you know an equivalent amount. You know, I'm looking for MOT car garages. If I need to set that up, it's 50, 60, 100 grand for a kind of big setup. And there's a lot of risk. Because if I borrow that or if I get it, I'm starting fresh. And it's the whole thing you said about being punched in the face as a startup. And I got to find stock. Like there's so much you have to do. So I think for certain businesses, it actually works really well or even better to sometimes buy the business because you get the benefit of the assets that's already kind of in the business. Whereas, you know, setting certain things up from scratch are very hard. I mean, look, if you've got some sort of e-commerce, you know, you're selling little stuff. I think that's a lot easier. I think it can be easier to sometimes actually start from scratch because um, you can really build your own brand from it. But things that aren't heavily brand driven, it kind of makes sense, right? When there's a lot of assets to just to chuck them in for the ride. Plus, if we just take Dylan, to, for example, Dylan bought a business that's 32 years old and Dylan's 26. So that business has been going longer than Dylan's been alive. And now he's been able to pick that business up now and improve it. You know, that business didn't even have a sign up outside. That didn't have, you know. Wow. So, you know, for a company that's doing over a million a year. Crazy. It's, it's, it's obviously a very good name over a long period of time. And, and they've retained their customer base very well. You know, and then there's things that you can do to improve it. You know, like we're looking at sort of you know, running Facebook ads, geofence around Toolstation and Screwfix. And then mm, yeah. there's things, you know, he comes up before them. Um, there's loads of things you can do, you know, even go into company's house, go on the advanced search, type in the SIC code of electricians and looked at the ones that started in the last two years in the area. Yeah. And then send them a letter and say, by the way, under new ownership, um, if you want to open an account here, then happy people come in, we'll give you a discount. There's so many things you can do to so grow. So many things, I love that idea. You know, yeah, just by, just by looking at from, because a lot of these people, especially when they're a bit older, they've grown a great business and they're at, they're, they're at a farming stage in their life. And in a business, you need farmers and hunters and I, you need both departments. Most people get the business and they become farmers and they farm the business and they maintain it very yep, well. Yep, but they yep, stop yep. hunting because they're happy with what they farmed. But you want both sides. But then there's other businesses that wake up every, on the first of every month and they only have hunters because there's no aftercare. Yeah. So they, they, they don't retain anybody. So you, when you pick a business up, you're picking one up that's usually in their farming stage where it's being maintained. So then you got a chance to add the hunting side to it, but also see if you can improve the farming side as well and the, and the sort of the customer experience. Because all we care about now, as time goes on, is convenience and speed. Yep. So if you're being looked after from a personal aspect, people love that, right? So you can just go in and just by changing something small like that can, can retain customers for longer as well. But obviously there's a lot of things you can do, but we can improve it by putting a new feel and a new vibe inside the business without damaging the internal culture they already have, but by incentivizing the culture to do more to grow.